there was a time in my life, and I'm sure yours as well, when if someone spoke about clouds to you, there would be very little ambiguity. But now, of course, we've got the clouds in the sky, and we've got the clouds that we can't see, but which have a huge impact on the way we store data, opening up all sorts of possibilities, actually. Uh, Microsoft made headlines, including on our show recently, with their move to locate data centers at the bottom of the ocean. It's an interesting development. So let's take a further look at cloud computing with Joji Yon. Good morning. Good morning, Alex. So the cloud has been around for some time, and uh, we've heard about it in the news, in the media, but I'm still uh, grasping to understand. Um, so the cloud is a method of storing data where information is uploaded to a series of third-party servers through the internet rather than on an individual device. So cloud computer storage is beneficial in that individuals and businesses they don't have to spend a lot of money on physical storage devices, mm. um, but simply pay for the bandwidth they use in uploading the data to the cloud. Well, even uh, the average smartphone user gets to a point where they've got too many yes. fo photos on their phone, for Th example. That's right. I get an email regularly asking me to update my cloud as well. Yeah. Um, so cloud computing promises several attractive benefits for businesses as well as individual end users. Three main ones may be first self-service provisioning and users can spin up um, computing resources for almost any type of workload on demand. Uh, elasticity, companies can scale up as computing needs increase and then scale down again when their demands decrease. And pay per use. Uh, computing resources are measured at a granular level, allowing users to pay only for the resources and workloads that they do use. However, it has raised ongoing concerns about privacy as personal information is transmitted to an unidentified third party outside of the user's reach. This was something that I was clueless about. You know, I didn't know where it actually went yeah, uh, because you don't have a physical space. It does that... raise suspicions, though. Whenever I've got an important document, Mm -hmm. Not necessarily that I want to keep secretive, but something that I don't want to lose under any circumstances. Yes, that's right. If I'm working on it for a few days, I, I always save that to my computer because mm -hmm. I'm just paranoid that the cloud might collapse at yes, some point. Yes, something and then, might happen to yeah. it. Mm -hmm. And uh, maintaining this cloud is also proving quite costly as it requires the maintenance of huge server farms in locations all across the world, but in remote locations. This is why uh, companies like Microsoft are experimenting with innovations such as putting server farms underwater. I mean, I, I don't know of any good reasons that I've heard from firsthand anyway that, mm -hmm. that would suggest the cloud is a dangerous place to keep documents, mm, by that's the way. Right. If, if those stories were to emerge on a frequent basis, I guess it would undermine the whole system. Mm -hmm. Microsoft, though, is... Um, moving underwater, as I mentioned before. Yes, and uh, this company's initiative is called Project Nat Natic, uh, in which uh, a 17,236 kilogram, three by two meter steel tube was cast off the coast of California for three months to see whether the servers inside it could function with the power of 300 desktop PCs. Microsoft says that this is the first time a data center successfully operated under 
the sea. And this now opens new doors to others seeking to relocate data storage infrastructures, offering this advantage of the natural cooling environment, as well as gaining access to renewable energy um, from the underwater location. Usually, when it's on the land, the server farms require intense cooling infrastructures when it's uh, stationed in order to prevent any meltdowns because the temperatures under the ocean water are quite low towards the seafloor, and that will provide a natural cooling system. And in addition, the researchers plan to hook up their next underwater capsule with technology to capture the motion of the waves and use it as hydrokinetic energy. But the modern child, instead of saying, sorry, teacher, you know, my dog ate my homework, could say, sorry, a a whale swallowed my cloud. (laughs) Maybe. Data or something. If that's possible. Uh, But what what may be some other potential benefits, seriously, though, of having this uh, data storage center underwater? Yes. Well, cloud service companies try to save money on operating expenses by locating their centers far away from the majority of the users who live in cities. Um, But a consequence of these remote locations is a problem with latency, which means that the services move more slowly when the data has to travel farther. Uh, But a lot of the world's busiest cities are located on coastlines or uh, near the ocean, at least. So the underwater data storage could get a lot closer to the users, thereby speeding up the process. This method also gains efficiency by standardizing the manufacturing process because normally server farms have to be built to meet site-specific issues and construction costs. And this is usually difficult to streamline or have one kind of standard standard because it's different by project to project. But the researchers built this undersea unit in just 90 days, uh, demonstrating the potential time savings of these underwater modules. Mm -hmm. However, they will still need to study the environmental effects of large-scale underwater data storage deployment. According to the Microsoft engineers, the clicking of the local shrimp population overwhelmed any kind of noise the computer tube was making, and uh, that the heat output was only detectable within a few inches of the capsule. And so these kinds of impacts will most definitely increase when the computing power is scaled up. So this will be kind of like homework for engineers. They'll have to address them for the next module. But overall, this technology seems like it is better for the environment because it uses less water and there's less energy needed from the grid and will be able to make better use of the acres of land. Thank you very much, Gion. Thank you, Alex. And that helps us explain the cloud and now the underwater cloud with Shoji